0: Hello and welcome to episode six of A Pod About A Pod, a podcast about podcasts featuring commentary, critique, and sneak peeks of a different show every episode in my quest to share the best of podcasts. I'm your host, Jordan Pierce, and today we're going to keep it pretty casual. If you joined us last episode, we discussed The Bechtel Cast, a comedy podcast about the representation of women in movies. It was a good time, you should definitely go listen to it after this if you haven't already, and that episode actually doubled as the final project for one of my college courses this semester. So now that finals are done and all my assignments are turned in, I just felt like letting loose this week and doing something fun. So that's the plan for today. I'm gonna share a show that's from the guilty pleasures section of my podcast library and it's called Second Date Update. What to expect from Second Date Update starts in the name. Another disclaimer right up front, this is actually a recurring radio segment from station move 92.5 and is distributed on more than 50 stations across the country. I'm still going to refer to Second Date Update as Podcast X because the content is available for consumption on podcast listening platforms. And that's good enough for me. The show used to feature co-hosts Brooke and Jubal in the morning, but as of just last month, there's been a switcheroo. And now the show is known as Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. More to come on that in Quick History and Meet the Talent. For now, we're talking about what to expect, and to be honest, the show is consistently formulaic. First off, second date update starts with a recap of the email they received from the person calling in. This is the person who went on a date and subsequently did not get a call back, and is essentially like, WTF? Why did that guy or girl not like me? Why am I getting ghosted? What did I do wrong? So here's your first sneak peek of a second date update it's a woman named stephanie calling about a man named jamie we'll listen to the first couple minutes so you can get a sense of the show's intro and then we're actually going to rejoin this same story a little later in the segment to find out what happens
1: moving
2: 92.5
0: brook and Jubal's
2: second date update the girl on the phone for a second date update today met the guy that she wants to call in a place where I've never even seen people talk. What? what? I've never seen anybody utter a word to each other in this place.
3: What is it? it is so like I don't
2: library? know how they actually met. No, not a library, because people will still whisper and things oh, like that yeah. at a and library. Like,
3: and like Jubal's been inside a library. That's true. <laughs> oh, no, no.
2: They have free internet access there. Oh. So I've, oh right. I've been at a Dude, library. <laughs> Trust guy. me. Making all kinds of noise. But... All right. <laughs> I have never seen anybody ever speak to each other, even when I'm with somebody uh-huh. on the shuttle to the airport.
4: Oh, yeah! What are you Everybody about?
2: just I sits talk to th- Oh, you're the one then, because I've never seen it. Everybody's kind of sitting there, angry, <laughs> like I just need to get to my terminal. Yes. Why is this driver driving like that? What's the deal? Why do I have to tip him anyway? This is stupid. I don't have cash, and everybody's upset. But she actually struck up a conversation, I guess, hey. on an airport shuttle. What's up, Stephanie? <laughs>
3: Hi, Hi. what's going on?
2: Not much. How did you meet a dude on the shuttle onto the airport?
3: (laughs) Uh, You know, I'm just as surprised as all of you are. I was... On my way from my car, you know, those little park and ride buses. And this guy gets on at the next stop after me. And he's all like, oh, like, I almost didn't make that one. Like, he's obviously wanting to be conversational.
2: He's, he wants attention as soon as he gets on. I saw somebody do that or the he's other day. just <laughs>
3: friendly, you guys. Like, he can just be a friendly person who, I don't know, likes no, life. I
2: don't think so. He wants attention. <laughs> <laughs> so he got on and was talking to everybody or just talking to you
3: well it was just like me and him like and the driver like i'm not just gonna ignore him so i simply (laughs) start talking and then it like turns like kind of flirty i can tell that he's like oh and like i don't know the conversation definitely shifted from him worrying about his flight to you know a more flirty type of thing and were you instantly attracted to him when he walked onto the shuttle bus as soon as I kind of, like, turned around, because I heard him talk initially, and I was like, here we go. Like, I wasn't even going to, like, pay him any attention. And then when I kind of turned around, I was like, oh, hey. hey, like, okay, yeah. I'll talk to you. You're like, great, yeah. the annoying
2: dude just got on the shuttle. Oh,
0: wow, the annoying dude's kind of attractive. Come yeah. over here, sit next to Mama. <laughs> yeah,
3: you can sit right here on my lap.
0: <laughs> After the show gets their side of the story and takes a commercial break, they offer a humorous recap of what we know so far, followed by calling the person who didn't call the first one back, a.k.a. the ghost. Then, Brooke and Jubal, or now Brooke and Jeffrey, introduce themselves and the premise of the show to the unsuspecting phone call recipient. And eventually, they reveal the person they ghosted is still listening on the line. To recap, this episode we're sneak peeking. They call the dude and he confesses that he was actually writing a book on how to pick up women in weird places. And that's why he was flirting with this girl on the airport shuttle. I'm sure the lady is going to love that. Let's listen.
5: If I I
1: can hold up for a second. What's your name again? On the phone?
2: Uh, Jubal. Brooke and Jubal in the morning.
1: Okay. Um, can I have permission from you to put this whole deal in my book? Because this is pretty awesome. Oh, <laughs>
2: the second date uh, update—the fact that she would call a radio station—just the whole, the whole
1: thing is is beautiful.
2: <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't sure. care. Sure. Sweet. If I give Sweet. you permission to do that, can I have your permission to put her on the phone with you right now? Because she's actually listening and wants to talk to you.
1: <laughs> oh, Are you serious?
3: <laughs>
1: yes, I am.
3: Oh, the twist! Surprise, Stephanie um yeah hi
1: hey uh, what's up what,
3: what's wrong with you nothing no, but but like at a fundal, fundamental level like what's wrong with you
1: you didn't think something was that wrong with me like i guess yeah whenever a couple weeks ago
3: <laughs> i mean that's when i you know didn't have any clue they were trolling the airport to write a ridiculous book that's gonna help no one. Like what's wrong with
4: you?
1: Actually I think I think I just established that it's gonna help guys. You know, and you know it's gonna help guys your-
3: pick up women that you'll never speak to again? I'm confused on how this book's going to work.
1: Well, no, the idea for the other guys that are picking up the women is so that they do speak to them again. So, if anything, you're helping those guys out, too. If you hey. it
2: So it's a positive thing, Stephanie, that his whole date was just a sham.
1: <laughs> there is nothing positive
3: about any of this. Are you, are you pissed? It's like a combination of, like, rage and, like, speechlessness. So I'm having, like, a real bad struggle, like not t- jumping through the phone and tearing out your eyes. <laughs> um, so it's a yes. And, like, also looking for the right words to say.
1: Well, look, look, um, I'm sorry that you're offended, but you do have to understand that you were part of a, a much bigger project and you were a positive part of it, so that's good. I mean, obviously I wouldn't have interacted you with you in a way that was fun if I wasn't actually enjoying our conversation, so we can, you know, you can look at it that way.
3: I just, you know, I honestly just can't believe that I, I, I bought the whole thing. It, it seemed so sincere and, and impromptu, but you had been running this game up and down the airport all day. I,
1: <laughs> well, if, if I if just, it makes you feel, I mean, you were probably the nicest person that I talked to. Oh, that's You
3: don't that's remember sweet. that. You're such a liar. You didn't even remember who she was when we called you.
0: Well, I remember now. So as we just heard, we get the other person's perspective, their version of the date's events, often with some surprising twist or important information that the first caller neglected to mention. Finally, either the co-hosts make the big reveal or the secret eavesdropper rats themselves out by chiming into the conversation. The premise of Second Date Update promises conflict, drama, and the occasional happy ending simply by the virtue of what a Second Date Update fundamentally is and does. That guitar riff means it's time for quick history. The Brooke and Jubal program debuted in 2011 on Movin' 92.5. Jubal Fresh, a stand-up comedian, radio and TV personality, and comedy writer known as Jubal Flag at the time, was paired with veteran radio personality Brooke Fox. After its initial success in Seattle, Alpha Media in 2015 picked up the show for CHR Live 95.5 KBFF Portland, Oregon. A year later, Premier Networks launched the show into national syndication. According to CastBox, the show has been available in its podcast format since the end of 2015, start of 2016. New episodes are uploaded three times a week on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. You could argue that the second day update is providing a public service and their listenership is very loyal. Check out this next sneak peek featuring a returner to the show, a third timer to be precise. This is a lady named Haley who goes by Hailstorm. After this sneak peek, we'll be right back for a break and afterwards, I'll be back with Meet the Talent.
2: We do a lot of second date updates on this show. And we have people who email us for second date updates all the time. All the time. All the yeah. time. And some of those people become friends of the show because we get to know them because they've done more than one second date update. Uh oh. Especially one person. Oh no. Who emails us a lot. And I wouldn't even really consider her a friend of the show anymore. I kind of consider her more a family member almost. I'd like to introduce you to our friend, uh oh. Hailstorm. Yay! What's up, Hailstorm? <laughs> Hailstorm. What? You haven't changed
3: a bit, have you? She's back. Oh my God, never, you guys, never. Her
2: name is Haley. She goes by Hailstorm. She's done a couple second date updates, even an Awkward Tuesday phone call, I think. And I realized it today, Hailstorm. I don't think of you as like a friend of the show. I think of you as like my wild little sister.
3: Oh Oh my God. Who
2: I encourage to go out and get wild because I'm a good brother.
3: That's not usually what brothers do, yeah. man. That's kind of gross. Don't this ever
2: ask me horror. to like fight somebody for you, because I will run the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> so, what's up today, hailstorm?
3: <clears throat> oh my gosh, you guys! I had a crazy weekend, and I need your help. Uh-oh. Oh my god. So wait, Haley, why are you doing all these second date updates? Is your dating life that bad? No, I have dates all the time. It's just the ones that never call me back that, like, piss me off. Okay.
2: And so you want to know why they're not calling you back.
4: Exactly.
0: During his time as a co-host, Jubal Flagg wrote and produced comedy bits and daily topical jokes used by radio stations nationwide. As the son of two ministers, the stand-up comedian attributes his quirky sense of humor to, among other things, growing up with the name Jubal. Brooke Fox has been in morning radio for 17 years and previously hosted or co hosted shows at KZZUFM Spokane, KKRZ Portland, and KQMV Seattle. High five to me for getting all those acronyms right on the first try. Mm hmm. She also serves as spokesperson for the American Heart Association and the Komen Foundation, receiving the Outstanding Media Partner Award in 2014. Very cool, Brooke. She's also essentially the show's voice of reason. Jose Bolanos is the owner of that contagious voice you often hear laughing in the background of the second day update, and he's been on the program for the past eight years and remains with the rebranded Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning show. I love his laugh. Honestly, I thought for your next sneak peek of doing a compilation of Jose laughs, but honestly, the editing for that would have taken a bit too long. So instead, enjoy this sneak peek that probably has plenty of Jose laughter, just not isolated all by itself
2: joining us for today's second date update Carolyn is on the phone and today she wants to try to get a second date with Adam Levine from Maroon 5 (laughs)
1: that's (laughs) essentially it
2: sounds weird but she actually went out with this guy named Rob (laughs) who she didn't like very much was bored on the date thought that he wasn't that attractive and what else didn't she like about Uh, him just all around didn't really like him very much but (laughs) the one thing she did like is that he has some sort of meet and greet tickets with Adam Levine and so she wants to do a second date update to hopefully go out with him again so she can be the lucky person who <laughs> accompanies him. And you know what, Carolyn? I don't even think we need to call Rob. Rob's just kind of the middleman in this whole thing. Because, you know, I work in radio. <laughs> I actually happen to have Adam Levine's number. I can just call him oh for God, you right you now.
3: do not. <laughs> oh, shut up. Don't listen to him. Yeah, believe yeah. You him. You want me just
2: to call him right now instead?
3: Yes! Yeah,
2: Yeah, no, I I have no idea how to contact that man. Sorry. He's way hotter than I am.
3: Okay, I know we're doing a lot of jokes about this, and it's funny, but does anyone think that this is morally wrong to lead some guy on and make him think that a girl likes him just so this woman can meet Adam Levine? It is, but I kind of want to see what happens. Yeah,
2: and if it was anybody other than Adam Levine, maybe, because he is just so hot. Who cares? Morals go out the window when it comes to him.
3: About this. All right, know, Carolyn,
2: what... <laughs> are you ready to give Rob a call? Yes, All let's
3: right. do this. Do Here not... we go. Oh, I God. hope he doesn't
0: answer. <laughs> I feel like that sneak peek encapsulates the personality of each of those people talking. We get the voice of reason from Brooke. We get the contagious laugh from Jose. And we get the troublemaking, shit-stirring activity of Mr. Jubal Fresh. Now, young Jeffrey... Jubal's replacement, has been with the show for seven years, serving as an assistant producer prior to being upped to executive producer in December of 2019. He has taken on a more active on-air role on Brooke and Jubal in the morning over the past six months to positive listener response, according to this article I read. Anyhow, as of April of 2020, just last month, he is just straight up Jubal's replacement. I don't believe any of the sneak peeks I'm using from these episodes of Second Day Update actually include young Jeffrey, so if you'd like to learn more about him and his style, what he's bringing to the show, I recommend checking out the newest episodes of Second Day Update. From what I can tell, he satisfies the same personality archetype as Jubal in terms of the sarcasm and the teasing humor, but it remains to be seen if he's just as funny as Jubal always was. (laughs) we've arrived at the segment of the show entitled Why It's Worth It. I think one of the reasons Second Day Update is so addicting is the episodes are short and sweet at around 15 to 20 minutes and hit you with the dopamine right in those pleasure centers with a consistency. Pod X scratches the same itch for me as watching reality TV. I don't know who these people are, but I relate to them And the show places them in this expected predicament with semi-unpredictable results. Many of these episodes can be categorized broadly as including deception, maybe cheating, being late, an ex somehow being involved in the date. There's plenty of recurring tropes, you could say, playing out throughout the proliferation of episodes. That being said, there's a fair amount of diversification in how the show's structure can be applied to a variety of people and situations. The first sneak peeks that I happened to feature, the first three, were of women calling the show to get in contact with a man. However, this next sneak peek is about a man named Thomas calling about a woman named Cynthia.
2: Well, Cynthia, I do need to let you know that Thomas uh, is on the other line listening to this conversation.
0: He's on the phone.
4: Yeah. Oh, for real? Oh, 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 my God, no. I Wait didn't... a minute, nah. We had a good time. You know big things come in small packages? <laughs> <laughs> yes. He's right. Thomas, I didn't know you were there. I am so sorry. It's so embarrassing. Come on. You did not have to look down on me that far. It was yes. barely bent over. Thomas, my uh, back was hurting by the time I came back up. <laughs> oh, come on, I don't do that. You know, you know, the back was hurting because of that whipping up going you and bowling. We had a good time, man. No? You know what? You're right. We had an amazing time. Is yeah you you are short. <laughs> oh, I keep hearing you this whole time. All you saying is that you had a good time, and you said I'm handsome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't see why we can't go out. You can't even look past my shortness.
3: <laughs> oh goodness.
4: I, I did you're right. You're totally right. I just, it's just I don't think it's gonna work. Just oh, not totally right. work. and I'm not I'm not 5 two. I'm five four and a quarter. See? And if I stretch, I'm
2: five four and a half. <laughs> <But> you. <laughs> yes, you no, see, that's Cynthia, you could stretch out to you and get to five four and a half. <laughs>
4: <laughs> On a good day I could stretch and now be tall as I can be handsome. <laughs>
3: You've got to give it another chance. I mean, he sounds like a great guy. So,
4: Thomas, it doesn't bother you to like, date a woman that towers over you. Like, I literally tower over you. That don't bother no, you. you no, know, you know, as a short man, I can do things other men can't do. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You got stuff underneath the cabinet, boom, I can get that. You ain't got a bed to hurt your back. You know what I'm saying? Something going to the bed, I could just pretty much backflip under there if I need to. <laughs> Anytime you need your shoes tied, I'm right like, there. I can stand up doing it. You know what I'm mean? saying? So. He's so funny. <laughs> you have to say yes to him. <laughs> wow. I know you're laughing. You think I'm funny. I know you got that pretty smile on your face. Uh
2: oh. <laughs> <laughs> and complimenting the smile. Come on, Cynthia.
5: <laughs> I miss <that>. stop. <laughs>
4: Oh, Thank you. Come on, you girl, you got me acting crazy. I have to call a radio station to get you to talk to me again.
5: <laughs>
3: you're know, you you embarrassing me on this radio station.
4: <laughs> you, know, you know, I do whatever it takes to make you smile. That's all I'm trying to do for the, you know, next foreseeable future. At least one more time. <laughs> you are bad. You're too much. Stop it. <laughs> you trying to get a little bit more of your time, Mama. That's all.
2: <laughs> <laughs> You sure know how to win someone over <laughs> So there you go Cynthia Will you go on a second date with Thomas We know he's short but He sounds like an awesome dude And it sounds like you like him Will you go out with him one more time we'll pay for it
4: Maybe I'm being a bit judgmental And Thomas you uh, You make me laugh <laughs> Yeah. So Yes I will go out on a second date oh, hey. oh, <laughs> talking about. That's what I'm talking about right here. There's a victory for oh, short dudes everywhere. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Congratulations. Great. Thomas, you got a second date, and yes, you scored a victory for short guys all across the world
0: today. All right, so I'm a shorter dude. I'm literally... 55.5, five five. although I've never backflipped underneath a bed before. This Thomas guy, he is such a smooth talker and I feel like that sneak peek is a good example of the best second day update has to offer. A happy ending for the couple in question with potential pointers on how to earn a happy ending yourself for the listeners at home. No matter what your in real life relationship status is, second day update will remind you why you should be grateful for it.
4: Room
6: for improvement.
0: This is the part of the show where I make suggestions on how PodX can improve. Because the Second Day Update's premise is so watertight and results-driven, it's a little hard to poke holes in their system, but there is one glaring exception to that statement, which continues to baffle me. Where are the queer people? Seriously. Seriously. Most estimates I've heard claim gay people make up as much as 10% of the general population, so shouldn't around 10% of the second date updates feature gay or lesbian folks? Something doesn't add up. If anyone listening decides to do a deep dive of their own and manages to find an episode of Second Date Update featuring any queer representation, please email me about it at apodaboutapod at gmail.com. Personally, I've listened to hours and hours of this show, both recreationally and as research for this episode, and somehow I've yet to encounter a single episode featuring two women, two men, or any queer representation at all. It's kind of weird, and pretty inexplicable. Speaking of inexplicable... Your sneak peek for this Room for Improvement section is actually going to be an example of something Second Date Update occasionally does right. In this episode, a woman named Jackie is calling the station about a man she met named George, who told her that he was from the UK and visiting as a guest lecturer for a local college. Here's an example of the show's best investigative journalism, if you will. And the reason I chose this excerpt to share during Room for Improvement is I feel like Second Day Update should offer more of this level of thoroughness as a regular part of their show. What was her name? Her name was Jackie. You met her at a bar a little while ago?
3: Oh, yes. Yes, Yes, Jackie. Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, she's just curious why you don't want to see her again, or if you do want to see her again.
6: I, I, I do want to see her again I've just been very busy I mean, we had a wonderful night that night I saw her across the bar and she was lovely and we got on quite well I, I, I actually liked her I've just it's been hard to answer uh, this line
2: so there's no other reason why you're not calling her back you've just been busy
6: oh yes uh, you, know, I, you know teaching classes during the day and then at night and, and, uh, and it's just very hard to get uh, get social
2: um, hey George oh what I need to be honest with you Yep. we're a show that does our homework mm mm-hmm. mhm Yes. And before we call anybody, we try to find out as much as we can about them. Right.
6: Okay.
2: That's why my producer, Producer Boyd, looked up all your information, checked around at the university that you claim to be working at. Oh, no. And found no record (gasps) of an English guy with your name being employed there for the semester. (gasps)
1: George.
6: George! What? Um... Well, uh, I don't,
3: um. George, be honest! <laughs> what the oh, hell, he dude? It. Red-handed! Did you put on a whole act just to get a girl in bed or what? Uh, okay, listen.
6: All right, my name's not George.
3: <gasps> I, knew it! I knew it! You sounded too much like a character from Clue and not enough like a real English person.
6: Oh you big fat liar, George! Well, my brothers and I and you know, my friends, you know, we use the accent because you know it it, it helps. You know, it, it helps to pick up chicks. Yeah. My name's actually Kevin. <laughs> Kevin.
3: Kevin. Kevin, do you really have a separate phone line for you know your British George character?
6: Yeah, this is this
2: is my British phone. Oh my <laughs> God! So what do you do then? Okay, so you gave her this romantic story about how you're in from London and you're teaching for the semester, and I'm just an educated man looking to have a little fun while I'm in town. <laughs> Who are yeah. you? Who are you, Kevin? Well,
6: I actually live in town. I live by the airport. Um, okay, and I uh, work at Target. <laughs>
3: Playing. That's Kevin such K. a contrast. You, but, <laughs> so you lied. Do you regret
6: lying to Jackie that night? There, there's no harm intended. I actually really liked Jackie. You know, it's more interesting being a professor from the UK than a cashier at Target, isn't it? Oh Definitely, yeah, yeah. That story is perfect. And that's why I didn't answer the phone because, like, how am I going to keep it going? Right. So hey, I George.
2: To, yeah, go ahead. George or Kevin or whatever your name is. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Jackie is actually on the other line right now. <laughs> Ooh. And heard everything you just said.
3: I can't believe your name is Kevin. Oh, oh
6: my god! Oh my! <laughs> oh my! Uh, you know what? Yeah, it's. I'm sorry. It's Kevin. <laughs> yes.
3: You're sorry you lied to me for an entire night and then didn't call me back?
6: Well, well, well. Um...
3: (laughs) Like you lied to me all night about, like, wanting to show me all the beautiful things in London and, like, wanting to take me to Big Ben and how beautiful it is when the fog lifts in the morning. Like, (laughs) is all of that just a lie?
6: It has to be it. Well, obviously, the fog doesn't lift in the morning, but... but, (laughs) No, I have an uncle that he grew up in London, and that's how I knew about those things. So yeah. it was yes, it was kind of a lie, but it's from real sources.
2: And Jackie, <laughs> <laughs> real sources. And no, Jackie, no, Jackie, he no, kind of no, delivered on his. percent, now Jackie, he did kind of deliver on his promise. He took you to see Big Ben later,
3: Hello.
0: right?
4: Hello. Yes, he did.
3: Hello.
0: <laughs> Another thing I want to mention, and. Here during Room for Improvement is probably as good a time as any, I'm not positive the show is quote unquote real. Their website does have a form online for anyone to submit for consideration for a second day update and I feel like that seems to lend to the show's legitimacy, but who's to say? I'm not here to tell you whether or not these second day updates are authentic or not. I'm here to say the show is entertaining and for the function it serves, Ultimately worth the listen. Welcome to the Peanut Gallery, a.k.a. the end of the episode. Today, my friend Steven is joining us via Zoom. He's the guy who introduced me to Second Day Update, and I thought this episode's Peanut Gallery was a fun opportunity to reach out to the dude and pick his brain about the show. We're here to talk about the Second Day Update. I appreciate you you know, coming on the show. So I guess my first question is just how did you discover Second Day Update? How would you find it? <laughs>
5: So it's it's funny. Um, I uh, I used to work for a travel company. One of the departments, their whole team, like listened to it all day when they weren't on the phone. And I would see this one person in particular that I sat kind of close to. And um, <clears throat> uh, my fiance Melissa worked with me at the time, and she actually was telling me that that that's what it was. That it was second date update, and it was like a podcast radio show which is basically like it's basically a podcast but for radio
0: <laughs> yeah they've repackaged it as like a podcast you know it's available in that platform which i think is great because um, it's just nice to have it available in that way like part of what right. i'm talking about in my episode is just like how addicting i feel like the episodes are like i can just listen to them back to back to back to back um yeah
5: because it's all different stories and stuff like that um and and you get like a wide variety of people especially being like in seattle you know it's not like it's a middle of nowhere spot it's it's a big metropolitan area and so you get all sorts of crazy different stories but yeah she told me that that's what they were listening to and um at that time i was working on a lot of data projects and so i uh i wasn't really you know didn't have to listen to anything or you know just needed something to keep my my brain going while i was working on stuff so i would just listen to them you know for hours a day while i was at work yeah and held over to you know listening to them in the car and and uh I, i listened to a good bit of them for for a good long while and i still catch them here and here and there um when you know I'm feeling
0: in a podcasty kind of mood. Yeah. So you mentioned the diverse, you know, selection of people they have on the show, which I agree that is like a unique part. They have people from various backgrounds and like different accents, different personalities. Some are very extroverted and confident in themselves some are like those socially awkward very quiet types you know that need this extra hand from this radio station to try to make their dating life get to the next level so I also really like the diversity in the personalities that they get on there what are some other things that you know you enjoy about the show like I remember when you showed it to me, like, you know, I think I was maybe even mentioning wanting to start a podcast about podcasts and you were like, hey, check this out. So like, what about yeah. it made you think, hey, I gotta mention.
5: So uh, a couple things about it. One, one is to play some more on the diversity factor. It's, you know, with a show like that, if you present it to somebody, if somebody had presented it to me um, and my first impression, Before I'd even listened to it was like, oh, it's just going to be, you know, a bunch of weird, desperate dudes who went on one date and they're like, why won't she call me back? And like, it kind of is, but, but you get like, it, it, it almost normalizes how different people are, but you still get ghosted. Yeah. <laughs> like no no matter who you are, you still will have somebody who you go on a date with where you're like I really like that person and they just don't connect with you for some reason.
0: Yeah, so it's really relatable.
5: Uh, <clears throat> yeah, it's it's relatable in some ways um and 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 a little bit eye-opening. Um I also really like the um the you know Brooke Jubels and I, I can't remember the other guy's name but he, he literally just jose yeah he just sits there and laughs the whole oh, time oh yeah
0: i love <laughs> his laugh so much <laughs> that,
5: is, that is honestly one of the most like it's an alive studio audience but it's just one dude and so it's just it's hilarious to me because he's just the guy in the background egging the whole thing on like you know, he he'll some somebody will make a comment and he'll just make some sort of like snide, funny remark and just start dying in the background.
0: Yeah, wow. <laughs> I love all his different laughs, <laughs> too. <laughs> he has like a giggle. He has like this like loud like whooping laugh. Like I don't know. He has yeah. a bunch of like. Different kinds of laughs as well, and like, yeah, one of those laughs is just contagious. Like, just hearing yeah. him laugh makes me laugh automatically. Um,
5: and then Brooke is trying to be the voice of reason, while Jubels is just like, no, 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 let him, let him do the self-destructive thing. It's okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Freaking, he's Mr. Sarcasm, but I love his bits, like when he is recapping like the story. You know what I mean? Like when they come back from the commercial break, and he always has some bit of like respinning the facts. And I don't right. know. Is there any like favorite episode? you have or like, cause like I said, I'm still trying to find some of my sneak peeks right now. So like, is there any standout episodes that you remember as being particularly memorable?
5: Uh, yeah. Okay. So there's a, there's a couple that I remember even now, it's been a couple of years since I've listened to them and I still remember them. There is one guy who, um, he made it all the way to the girl's house. You know, they went on a, they went on a cool date and they really connected and everything was going super great. And, um, and he got to the girl's house, they were watching a movie and they were cuddling on the couch and he was like, Hey, I, you know, and that's, that's the obvious sign that these, that this is
0: progressing. Of you course. Know. That's how you want it to go. It's on track. <laughs>
5: yeah, if, 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 if you're just going on a date with somebody and they invite you over to their house, you know, that things are working.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, especially if it's the girl that's inviting you over to their house. Green light. <laughs> yes. Um, but the, uh, the funny part was that the dude was, you know, they were, they're all cuddling and everything. And he, he excuses himself to go to the bathroom and he's gone for, you know, I think it was like 20 minutes. He's gone for an unreasonable amount of time for being, for being just a bathroom break. And she's like, what the hell? And, um, and she goes to go find him and he, she can just hear him in the bathroom just breathing, like, really heavy. And it turns out that he is, he's jerked off in the bathroom.
0: Oh, At wow. this girl's house. Like...
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> and this is on the radio, man. Like, these yeah, people are just airing the radio, their dirty laundry. And,
5: yeah, and, and it's not him that admits this detail. He's like, yeah, no, everything went great, like the, all of the episodes do. Whenever they do something really terrible, they never admit oh, like, this is definitely what the problem would have been. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I have no idea what could have gone wrong. The dude, she she came on and she's like, uh, yeah, he was jacking off in my bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> Called out. Uh, and there was another one where there was a, a really high maintenance girl who took her dog with her on the date. And um, she was, you know, pet talking the dog. Yeah, baby talking or whatever. Baby talking to the dog and, like, made the guy buy the dog food (laughs) and was, like, talking to the dog like it was, like, another person that was there.
0: Oh, my God. I I honestly don't think I've heard either of those episodes, although the one that you just (laughs) mentioned reminded me of one where a guy bought a plant on the date, kind of as, like, the third companion and just, like, had a potted plant with him and was like, this is Jeffrey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so honestly nice.
5: I, I i relate to that i'm i'm not kind of weird i i feel I, like I that's a good really conversation like, yeah, I, I've, I've got a succulent in one of the cup holders in my car his name is um his name is jeffrey and uh he goes with me everywhere i go and every time i get uh, a slush from sonic i pick up a little water cup so i can give him <laughs> some water
0: <laughs> adorable i literally am gonna send you a meme right now that you make me think of because this is our friendship. Well, I appreciate your time today, Stephen, coming on and joining me for the peanut gallery at the end of this episode. And yeah, I was just reminiscing, man, about that 4th of July we spent together with Melissa. And I think that was the very first time you showed me second date uptakes. I think maybe you'd like sent me a link or something. But yeah, then we're all we were
5: leaving the, the fireworks and I had sent you a link so that you could go check it out and i remember a few days later you were like dude this is awesome i love this
0: yeah cuz i was um still delivery driving for pizza hut and so you know i was driving around and everything it was like a perfect really short podcast that was like one delivery there and back to the story you know it was like that 17 minute window so yeah i really appreciate you showing me the show man i think it's worth the listen for everybody else out there for just something fun uh, in the background some light entertainment in these times So thanks again for coming on. Yeah,
5: of course. Thank you for having me.
0: As always, thank you for joining me on another episode in my quest to find the best of podcasts. Follow A Pod About A Pod on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram to stay up to date with our latest projects. Email us at apodaboutapod.com at gmail.com with any feedback or suggestions for a show you think deserves a feature on APAAP. Next episode drops May 31st. Until then, happy listening.